Welcome to The Elephant in the Room, the official podcast of the Mass GOP. We'll be talking voter ID, critical race theory, skyrocketing inflation, and so much more. It's all on the table. My co-host is a man who has never backed down from a fight with the radical left, or those in his own party, for that matter. Mass GOP Chairman, Jim Lyons. Thanks, John. We're really excited to be here bringing you something that's seldom heard in Massachusetts, the voice of the Republican Party. There won't be any spin or sugarcoating or apologizing for saying and speaking the things that need to be said. You see, in Massachusetts, as far as I'm concerned, the truth matters. We're going to bring a fantastic lineup of guests over the next several weeks who will share their experiences and perspectives on the state of the Commonwealth and the state of the country. So without any further ado, let's get things started. Jim Lyons, let's talk about a very important topic, uh, I think, uh, freedom. Your thoughts? Yeah, John, it, it, it really is the issue of the day. Freedom matters. And what we're seeing across the country is bureaucrats and elected officials chipping away at our rights. It's no longer you and me disagreeing on issues of policy. It's if we disagree with the radical left, they want to take our freedom away from us. So we as a Republican Party in Massachusetts have to understand the fundamental values that are important, starting with freedom, liberty, responsibility, and a free market system. And young people out there today, young families out there today, we didn't get here overnight. And if we want to make sure that the America that we grew up in is an America that we can leave behind, then what we need to do is make sure that we encourage young people to get into the fight, get off the couch, take responsibility for their local communities. Freedom matters, buddy. Freedom does matter. Let's talk a little bit about an observation of mine. You might uh, agree or disagree, but have Americans traded their freedom for convenience? You know, I think that's a great question. And in my opinion, I think in several, in, in certain instances they have, and, and I think what we're finding out, though, is that people recognize that we have to stop doing that. We have to stop trading things. We have to make freedom our number one goal. That's what this country was, was built for, for freedom, individual responsibility. And uh, I think they have. And I think we have to be very careful about that. And I think what we're seeing right now, though, finally, and I think it's taken us almost two years to get here, people pushing back whether it be, you know, people that work for the police, the fire, you know, any businesses, you know, we don't need to be told what to do. We know how to take care of ourselves. Yeah, this was a difficult time. The pandemic was real. We get that. But we have to learn to live with it and not run away from it. And we don't need to be live with it. We don't have to learn to live with it by being told what to do by a bunch of elected people who don't want to pay attention to us or appointed bureaucrats. Well, you bring up a great point. With freedom comes personal responsibility and accountability. And I think we've lost our way a little bit at that, especially through COVID a little bit. Everybody wants the government to make COVID go away, make the problems go away, uh, which chips away at our freedom. So, so I think initially, I, th- I think I would, I would agree with that. People looked to government, you know, tell us what, what's going on, explain to us what the issue is. 
And I think the mistake that, that a lot of us made and a lot of government officials made was that they got overwhelmed with their power. And we as citizens started to take a step back. Initially, we thought that they were doing everything to help us. I mean, this country didn't get great by having government help us. This country got great by government getting out of the way. And that's exactly what has to happen now. Hey, I started my company as a small business owner selling flowers on a street corner for a dollar. We don't need, I didn't need government to tell me how to do it. And we don't need government to tell us how to solve every single problem in our life. We need people to understand that we can take care of ourselves and uh, we need government to figure out it's time to get out of the way. The great thing about this podcast is, is it gives the Republican Party a voice. So as the chairman of Mass GOP, what is your definition of freedom? Freedom is a small government, less interference, less regulation, less taxation. Us being, when I say us, people being able to act on their own. Clearly, we need rules. We need laws. But we don't need an overreaching and an overarching bureaucracy in government that feels the, the, the need to involve themselves in every aspect of our lives. What we're seeing, John, is government wanting to dictate what we do from the time we get up in the morning till the time we go to bed at night. It's time to stop. But it's also time for people to recognize that it's our individual responsibility to step up and push back. And my job as chairman of the Republican Party is to encourage people to get involved. People, you see a lot of people complaining, a lot of people are angry. Well, our forefathers, forefathers put in place a foundation for us to change things. And that's called us being able to take care of our own well-being. And how do you do that? One town, one city at a time. Go to your community, energize people, run for office, hold your elected officials accountable. It's no longer staying home and letting others take care of it. We got here because the radical left understood that. They took an active role in government over the last 35 years. Many people who are complaining about where we are right now, quite frankly, didn't take an active role in it. It's time for them to get up, get off the couch, and get into the arena. Let's talk a little bit about that. How do people get involved? And let's specifically talk about schools. So, you know, John, you and I have something in common. I was on the school committee when I was a young man growing up. You were on the school committee. And and what we need people to do is to run for office. Mothers, fathers, young people, run for office. You know, when when you've never run for office before, you think it's this overwhelming challenge that, I can't do it. You can do it. Anybody can do it. And as a Republican chairman, I want them people to know we're here to help you. I once told a, a good friend of mine that running for office isn't rocket science. It is meeting people, communicating with people one-on-one in their living rooms, in their neighborhoods, talking about issues that we can agree upon. And when you see the things that we're teaching our kids whether it be critical race theory, the sex education program, the fact that people don't love America, that shouldn't be tolerated. And people can only blame themselves now because in a local small town, it only takes, we just looked at a race the other day and 
North Andover, the town right next to where I am right now. And the, the number of people that come out to vote in a local election is about 4,000. So you need to get 50% plus one. That's 2,000 votes. We can identify 2,000 people in that town that agree with you. And as a candidate, we need you to reach out to those people. And with all the social media and all the ways you can communicate, text messaging, phone calls, we can get our message out. But we need candidates, and then we need those people who don't want to run for office, who think the way they, they, you know, we think, to help those candidates. That's what we have to do. We have to get involved and get into the game. And if we do, we're going to be able to protect this great country of us. Well, you've been good since you became the chair of MassGOP is saying that you want to build the party from the grassroots, and you want to build it. And this is the way to do it. We are, we are, John, we are organizing um, right now in 15 cities and towns over the next three months organizational meetings. And on Tuesday, we had our first meeting in North Andover, four degrees out. 75 people came to that meeting, and we hope to replicate that all across this state. And we're going to continue to do it until September with the goal of recruiting candidates to run the school committee, selectmen, state rep, state senate, and to support our top of the state of the top of the ticket candidates. Those Jeff Deal, who's currently running for governor, and whatever candidates that we get. And what I want people to understand is, you have a a goal that you can really attain by focusing on your own community, your own community, your own neighborhood. That's how we're going to do it. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to take back America one street at a time. I like that. One street at a time. Kids need to be in school, right? Absolutely. Is that a priority? 100% priority. This idea that our kids are are benefiting by staying at home in front of a computer is ridiculous. And there's no reason that our children shouldn't be in school. And and the the ones that are getting hurt the most from, from this overreach of government is the fact that our children should be in school. They're the ones that are hurting. So this idea that they're helping people is 100% wrong. You know, it's really funny. The other day I got into the car, it was three degrees out. And I remember when I was a kid, and it was quite a while ago, John, I don't mind telling you, but three degrees, I just bought on an extra pair of mittens and walked to school. They shut down the city of Boston. I mean, we don't have to be shutting down the city of Boston because it's cold outside. And, uh, when you talked earlier about government interference, you talk about government interference. You know, when we were kids, at least someone might have been home. But now you get, you know, parents, two family, two parent uh, working in a in a family, and all of a sudden, because it gets cold out, we're shutting the schools down. Right? It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, it, that, that the mayor of the city of Boston gets up and decides that we're going to close schools because it's going to be three degrees out. It's insanity. And what, what's it say about this country when uh, we can't even get kids to school because we're worried about we can't get to school, we don't have enough school bus drivers, or we don't have enough resources to school. It's, it's almost like the kids aren't the biggest priority. And what made this country great was putting our kids first, and we need to get back to that. So I'm excited to hear about that. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your keys uh, to the curriculum in the schools. So... I mean, parents uh, are really concerned about this this idea of, quote, you know, critical race theory, you know, dividing our kids. 
along racial lines. You know, we have a um, a um, one of our nephews is a, a is a is a is a young black boy, and I remember him telling my wife he never even realized in school that anybody looked upon him any differently until they started this critical race nonsense. I mean, just think about that, a young 15, 16-year-old kid, you know, and, and yet the, 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 the elites want to now explain to people that somehow people hate people because of the color of their skin. I mean, that is just an awful, awful um, thing to have a kid even listen to. And at the same time, you've got a young, a young girl or boy and who never even thought of that. And now they're thinking, you know, what is my race bad? In other words, being a white person. What, what kind of message is that in the greatest country on earth where we have so made such great strides to have an open society that is colorblind? And now all of a sudden, it's got to do with critical race theory and the way that they do it and the way that they try to sneak it into the classroom without letting people know that it's going on. It's terrible. It's terrible. And the sex ed program. As a member of the legislature, I'll never forget the day that Representative Lombardo, who has two young kids in the Bill Ricker school system, when we were debating as to whether or not the curriculum should include the sex ed plan that was being presented, he said, I'm going to read this on the House floor and the language and the content was so outrageous that he was ruled out of order. That's what they're trying to teach in our schools. And we now know that the teachers' union doesn't want parents to have a say. And if people come to school board meetings and they say something offensive, they want to silence them. You know, it brings me back to when um, Tip O'Neill and, and, and President Reagan used to disagree about issues. And this goes back to my earlier point. You know, we could sit down and talk as Democrats or Republicans and disagree on issues. But no longer is the disagreement something that they want to talk about. The radical left wants to silence us. They legitimately want us to sit in the corner, shut up, and do what they tell us. And we, we, we can't allow that to happen. And we don't have to get like them and call people names. What we need to do is talk about our ideas. And our ideas are better than theirs. When you talk about freedom, liberty, individual responsibility, and you compare where they're going, socialism, more regulation, more bureaucracy, restricting parents' involvement in schools, that's not America. It's not the America we grew up in, and we're not going to let it be the America that our kids and our grandkids grew up in. The other day on my honeydew list, I had to return a vacuum cleaner to the world's largest retailer, and they asked me, can I see your driver's license? And I said, of course, gladly provided it. But I'm not asked for it when I go to the polls to vote. What's the chairman of MassGOP think about that? So it's interesting. One one day uh, when my son was uh, a couple of years ago, um, we were going to the polls to vote, and he, he said to his mother, he said, Mom, wait a second, got to go upstairs and, and get my ID. And he, she said, why? He said, well, I, I need my ID for everything. 
And he, well, you don't need it to vote. And, you know, it just drove home the message, right? You, everybody knows that you need your ID for just about everything. It's just about everything. But yet the, the radicals on the left somehow want to call the policy of allowing, uh, of making a requirement, a voter ID. They use the word racist. There is absolutely nothing racist about it. It is strictly common sense. And when we now see what we're seeing in our elections in 2020 and in other elections in past years, we need to make sure our elections are secure. And the best thing that we can do in Massachusetts is join 31 other states and make it a requirement to, if you're going to vote, you need to show an ID. And this is not a Democratic issue, an unenrolled issue, a Republican. It's an American issue. If we're going to be requiring IDs for everything else to, to have the most f- important fundamental right that we have, the right to vote, then we're going to make that the law in Massachusetts. And we, we began the process in November with a petition drive, and we came up short, but we're going to continue that process into 2024 and make sure that America is protected our elections are secure, and we make this America an America that we don't have to be afraid to show an ID to vote. What's the fear in that? There is none. So yeah, 100% big issue. We're going to make it an issue in this campaign. And any of these crazies on the left that say that we're being racist, they're just showing, quite frankly, how radical they are. So let's just wrap up this uh, edition of the podcast, and let's just end on a closing thought in freedom. Yeah, freedom, folks, is where it's at. I mean, that's when I go out across the state now talking about uh, the issues that matter to people, the number one issue is freedom matters. And government has gotten too big. They've gotten out of control. The bureaucracy is, is overwhelming us. And this whole fight is about freedom. This is the fight of our vision of America, one where we have our own individual liberty and personal responsibility in a free enterprise system based on their view of America, which is socialism, over-regulation, controlling everything that we did. We do. Our vision wins, hands down. But we need people to get up off the couch and get into the battle. And if we do, we're going to leave behind the America that you and I both love, John. All right, we'll do it again real soon. God bless America, and God bless the Mass GOP. 